0: Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your avodas Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantov table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Looking at Parsha's Shlach, so we know the Muraglim are sent, and in Perak Yud Gimel Chaf, they are told, this chazaktim be strong. Probably because the fruit was very heavy. me and take from the fruit of the land by maybe Navim. And it was during the harvest of grape of grapes. And the uh, what's the point of saying what time of year it was? So more so, says the grow. We'll figure out what, what time of year it is when they see they we, they actually brought back a bundle of grapes. We know that. So the grow says that there's something else going on here. We spoke about this last week, and that is that the letters Hayamim Anavim, the last letters spell out Mem Yud Yud Mem, and that's the gematria of Samach Mem. We talked about um, the angel of the Yitzharah, really the the Sarushal Asav and the Yitzharah. Uh, that's what's going on here. That um, this was his plot, and he got them, and they gave in to him. And again, what's the biggest thing that, that he stands for? He stands for lack of a karas atov. Hashem created us, like Rashi and Sanhedrin says, that really, technically, and again, this is not a luckily, but anytime you rebel against the king, you're really chay of Misa. Rebbeinu Shalom made it that if you go against a law, sometimes you only get malkas, or sometimes you don't get punished even from Bezdin. So that's a rahmanas that Hashem has on us, because really we're And of Misa. And so uh, the, the, the biggest lesson we can learn here or uh, one of the lessons, I should say, of, of the Miraglim is that a person that has a lack of a caroush is really being the Meraglim. He's stopping, to, he's not recognizing what Hashem did. That's why it's brought down from the Arizal, the hint to this Pusik, is that it's teaching us that Bikurim, or Mechaper, on um, on, uh, the Egil, uh, on the Misa egel on the mice of Miraglim, And that's why they brought, it's, uh, the Pusik says these three things, that they brought back, grapes, and figs, um, and, and a pomegranate, And that's what the the Mishnah B'Kurim says, that a guy goes into his field and he sees a ta'ina, a fig, that is starting to blossom. He ties a rope around it, a red string around it to remind him what's the shot that, that, that it's mechaper? The answer is that this lack of Satov is the foundation. You don't recognize all that Hashem is doing. He made people die in the city, not because it's but so that they'll be distracted from you and he gave you great fruit, not so that you could scare everyone and say, well, these are the, you know, they're giants and we're all going to die but so that you could enjoy it and, and enjoy the pleasures that Hashem gives you and so that's what this is all about. It's about um, enjoying the greatness and the bounty that Hashem blesses us with. Moving on, we have uh, some of the yud Midos, where Hashem, Moshe tries to daven to Hashem to save the Jews after the Chet HaMoraglim. So Hashem avenges, or sometimes doesn't avenge. So the question is, Vinake, he avenges, why is that Rachamim? <laughs> if it's from the yud Midos, Midos, Rachamim. means he doesn't avenge things. So one simple understanding besides the pshat, which I'm about to say is just that, that Hashem knows that sometimes we do need to get our punishment in this world and that's Nake that he, he pays us in this world so that we don't get punished in the future world the Gras has a different shot he says based on the Mishnah it's very cryptic but he says that the Mishnah says in don't look at the barrel but what's inside it meaning in simple understanding is look at the barrel that's what's most important. The the quality inside the barrel is most important. But says the grub, This is saying something else. That altistakel Don't look at the letters kuf nun elamasha btocho. So if you take out the words kan from if you take out uh, the words kan right altistakel kan from the words vinake Loyanake, So then you just get the shem hashem because you get the letters. Uh, yud that are the only ones that are left. And so, it's a very fascinating thing, but that's what it's saying. It's saying that you have Rachamim when you don't stare at the letters uh, Kan-Kan. Um... So that's Agra. But again, what I believe it's saying is that the recognition that, that nake and Lohi are all coming from Rachman because Hashem wants us to get our punishment in this world. And it's like the Sefer Hasidim says, I'm sorry, the Sefer Yasher by Rabbeinu Tom. if you want to know if the Rebun still loves you or maybe he just gave up on you and doesn't care anymore, if you have Tzaris in your life, you know that he still cares. Because if he gives up on you and doesn't, and just says, all right, let him live out his life, forget it, he's not going to have any Olam Haba, then you should be nervous. But if... Like, it says that David Melch had nightmares and, and trials and tribulations in his life, and he knew that Hashem was always with him. Now, of course, we don't ask for bad things to happen to us, but when challenges happen, we should realize that that means that the Ribbon Shalom is with us and cares about it. Another shot brought down in, the, in a Pirish, in and Tikkuni Zohar, Basham the Grah, is the same idea that um, Vinaki Le has Rushay and Sofi Tevas Yudke Vavke. And this hints to, and we spoke about this earlier, that Yudhe and Vavhe, Yud, Yudhe stands for Ze Shemili Olam, and Vavhe stands for Zes Zichri. And you'll have to see back what we explained about that, but it's the same exact idea. Moving on to Perak Tes Vav, of Dalid, Vahaya Ime Enneha Eidanese B'Shagaga If the people make a mistake, Bezna makes mistake, so the Zohar, the the uh, Grub brings down in, in his Purush in Tikkun Zohar an interesting idea, that there's Lamed Vav Tzadikim, but these Lamed Vav Tzadikim that their merit keeps the world alive. There's actually it's actually not just 36, it's actually 72. It's 72 and it's 36 in Eretz Yisrael and 36 in Chutz and just like there needs to be 72 in the Zekanim, that's what they represented. So, so too, that's what has to happen. And they are called the Ene Ha'eda, and that's what's going on over here. And it's interesting because Parsha's Yisro, which talks about the Ene Ha'eda, is um, 72 psukim long, which might tie in over here. Um, okay, another thing is that there's a um, Yerushalmi. Um, that the Gra brings down, but it's actually, uh, Rav Chaim Kanievsky points out, but it's not your Shami that we have. It's actually a Tana de Be'l-io, beginning of Paragalph. That's where I saw it inside. It says, Ezo, Asher, Asmeach, B'chalko, the mission Avos, Chazal, teach us who's a uh, rich person he was happy with his portion. The the, medir, the, the uh, de Belio says, Baruch Hu. That's Hashem. What does that mean? So the Gra explains that in every generation there is Lama of and... But they're not necessarily all equal to previous generations. But the Rebun is Sameach Bechalko and says, I love these people, I love them, and I'll take them, whatever they are. So this is a lesson for us that we shouldn't ever get disheartened and say, who are we, what are we, how do we compare? No, on the contrary, we are great and we have the opportunity to be great. And the Rebun is Sameach Bechalko and us... Just like he teaches us to be Sameach b'chalco, have his stopkus when it comes to our physical desires. So to the Rebona Shalom is Sameach b'chalco and says, I'll take whatever you can give me. Just show me that you're giving me something that um, you're being most Nefesh for me. There is a, um, and, and that's, that's the shadow over here. And the Grah explains this um, in a few places. And this is kind of based on a peer, she says, in Mishle, but it's also brought down by Mordechai Epstein, um, who who... Not the Moshe word Epstein, someone who lived in the time of the Gra, the Talmud of his, and um, what he says is a fascinating thing. That in Shachris the Ashkenaz the Nusach is Ava Rabba. You say Hashem has great love for us, and in Arbus we say it's Avas Olam, a, 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 a eternal love. And what is this? What's this, what's going on over here? That the Pshat is, and and I, and. and I heard this from Rosh Hashem, that's all my Rosh Sheba, the used to bring this down also, it's a growth from the beginning of Shir that he says that, that Ava that refers to the great love Hashem had for the earlier tzaddikim. Now one second, let me just explain what, I, what I'm quoting from who. So, this is a pshat that's has to do with us, and then I'll explain the the pshat that I heard from my Rebbe, which ties in. It's the same shot of the grub, but it's in different context. So this is the pshat from Rebbe Mordechai Epstein, who says he heard us from the grub. That Ava, Rabbah Hashem has great immense love. That refers to the Tzadikim in the past generations. But then, when it comes to our generation, where we, we don't compare as much, yet Hashem says, Ava's Olam, I'm eternally committed to love you anyway. And because, even though it's hard, Hashem is has sameach b'chalko. Okay. And I heard from my Rebbe, Usher Rubinstein that's all, that And this is a grun in Shir Shirim, and it's the same exact idea. That Ava, rabba means that Hashem has tremendous love for us during the time of, uh, in the morning, everything is good, we could see that immense amount of love. But in the dark time, in Marav, we get to Arvis, and it's so dark, we don't see it. But no, Hashem says, Avas, Olam, I'm committed to you forever, don't worry, even though it's dark, I'm still here and that's that's that is a tremendous lesson in life. Now, you might ask me what about Nusach Spar? They have a different shot. So you'll have to explain why the, why they say it differently and I'm sure that it could be tied in as well. All right. So, parak he so the gemara talks about karis and we've talked about this before as well. Um, the there is mahagus rishonim uh what the order is? When, um, when does olam um, haba take place? So the Rambam, it's a famous machugis. Rambam writes that olam haba is the world that happens after a person dies, and that tzadikim get a tremendous reward then. The Ramban says that olam haba is olam atzkiya, that the Triya semesim will take place, and he, um, the um, the Gamar and, and and the Ramban brings a riot, that it says avona that refers to olam haba. And, um, and then the Gemara says that this is a Raya for Triasam mesim. So you see that the two are related. However, the Gro says that you have a Raya for the Rambam. And remember, the Gro was not necessarily the biggest fan of the Rambams, all of his pratim. He In day he says that he was influenced by Aristotle in some of the things that he said. But, in this case, he says, we say it in davening. <speaking> in <Hebrew> that comes second. That's a proof that comes last. That's a proof for the Rambam. Although we could say that they all overlap. I always wondered if each sadek would have a different a different reward based on his own drasha. But the real shot is <speaking in Hebrew> Hashem will have to combine all of them, which is what Elu does. Um... Okay, moving on, we have the story of the Makoshish, Eitzim, and Paragtes, of Pasiglam and uh, through Pasiglam and Ches. So, um, the um, the grub brings out a fascinating thing, and that is that he was Michal Shabbos, and, um, and a person's machal Shabbos is as if he's Ovid Zara. That's, uh, that's why the story of Makoshish is right next to Ebedezara, because it's the same thing. So the girl brings down that we find uh, that the uh, that the tzitzes tie into Shabbos. Why? Because there's 39 wrappings that we do in our tzitzis. Um And just like the malachos are divided into four sections, so too there's four sections of our tzitzes. So Zria planting has 13 malachos, and we have 13 wrappings in the first time we wrap the, the tzitzes. And then Ariga, uh, making a garment, has 11 malachos, and then we have 11 wrappings. And... Um, um, what's it called, pulling out wood and creating wood is eight malachos and then the rest are all nine and that is the maramis and the tzitzes it's very fascinating and if you take the 39 strings that we wear times four because we wear it on all four sides so well, the girl doesn't say this but I heard it in his name as well um and you multiply it by four. So 39 times four is 156. That's the amount of blot that there are in Messiah Shabbos. Remember, Shabbos starts in Daf Bays, so you have to subtract one. So there's 157 blot, there's 156 blot of Gemara. Very fascinating. Also, I heard a shot that we have 24 um, parukim in Messiah Shabbos for the 24 hours of Shabbos, so you could learn one per every hour. Obviously, uh, many tzedekim have stayed up in Shabbos, but you know we do sleep. But anyway, it's the idea that Shabbos is permeating our lives. Um, so, um, the, um, the brings down a, a remes here, which is a big controversy, but the, the Grub brings down, um, the the Grizz says he had a Masora like this, and of course many, like the Radziner, and other people would argue with this, and say it's not correct, but they, he says that the Asulham so, um, Al Why does it say that they should have it Lodorosov? Um, comes afterwards. So the Pshat is that the only thing that's going to be Ladorosov is the white of its tzitzis. But the Vinasinwal Tsitzakanap techelas, that will not be around. We'll lose it. The only thing that's the is the tsits that you're gonna put there, the white. And, again, that's why the Aruch HaShulchan brings down that we'll never have it until Mashiach comes, and there's a supposed quote of the result that is also missing. My baim did not wear and, um or did not encourage people to wear tchelas. But, of course, th- there certainly is a tremendous amount of research and tremendous Talmud Chachamim that have their opinions about it, and, and I'm sure that they are L'shem Shemaim, and it's a wonderful and fascinating topic. All right. Um, we have the Pasuk of Lachem and two more thoughts just on that. So they asked for Chaim that a man was Nikshal in Avera and um, of uh, bad thoughts that led him to an action. And so he said, how should I get to do tshuva? Now, Ramosh has a famous tshuva on this. But uh Volashem basically said a very similar thing. He said, you should, I asked the Grah, and the Grah said in the Kunei Azor that, that, that even though it's a very strict avera, a person has to live by but a person that, that uh, learns Torah, that's Mechaper. And the, the stipler explains that since averas of Hir Hurim emanate in the, in the uh, head... In the, in the mind, so therefore the only thing that could be mechaper is the Torah, because Torah is the whole Basara marpe it affects your whole body. And that's the only tshuva, whereas other meisim that you do, are, are only in that limb that you did the avera with, and that limb that you did the, the, the uh, Torah, it involves your whole body, so it's mechaper. And Rechaim Belajan said that although the svarim bring down the chomer of the avera, they never ever talk about the fix for it. And that's in, inappropriate because that's not the purpose of a saver to scare you off. But the bottom line is that Torah is marpa everything and Torah gives a person the strength to uh, withstand any avera. And finally, lo uh, sasuru, we knew from the Gemara that eye in row of a chomed your eye sees something, your eye is the window into the soul and your heart desires that what's a, what's a pshat over here? So why does it say in the pasach, achrei nechem vachrei levavchem"? um, what's a, what's a pshat? Um, why does it say, it's, Why does it say your heart first? So the Gura says that that which, um, it's hinting to a very, very important thing. And that is um, that there's a story, the Gemara says that, um, the Gemara there was a man that was going after a Zona, and he was very mocked on wearing tzitzas, and his sits reminded him, and he stopped what he was doing. And he and he stopped the act, and she was insulted. She thought that he wasn't. She wasn't attractive, and she and she said, "How could you stop?" And he said, "I have. To, I reminded myself of tzitzis." And she became a baal tshuva, and uh, and he became a baal Shubha, and ended up getting married Beheter, and Bekadusha v'tara. But anyway, so what's a pshat? So the gemara says that that's a pshat. Is even if your heart already made the mistake and it already started, your eyes saw it, and then. Your, your eyes, uh, your, your heart wanted it, and your heart started going, and now your eye sees it again, you could still make another choice. It, it could even stop you from that from that place. It's an amazing thing. And finally, I I, I believe that there's a little bit of a depth here, which is that, <laughs> it's true that your eyes see it first, but your heart tells your eyes what to look at, because deep down, your heart knows what it wants. And if you train your heart to be Kaddush Vitar and to focus on Hashem and Kedusha and holiness, then 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 that will help control it because otherwise you're exposed to things and your Kedusha is constantly compromised. We live in a world where it's so important to be Kaddush. Alright, I hope we will take these lessons and become great people. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com